You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of Your New Puppies podcast. I'm Debbie and today we're going to talk about how to be a good pack leader for your dog and it has nothing to do with alpha or dominance. So leadership isn't something I talk about directly often, but by the end of this episode, if you're a frequent listener, you're going to realize that I actually do talk about it all the time because at some point, Almost every trainer will in some way talk about leadership, but not all of them really explain how to do it. So when I talk about leadership, I don't mean alpha, I don't mean dominance. I believe both of those terms are overused and greatly misunderstood and leads us to the wrong type of relationship with our dog. So our dogs don't come into our house knowing how to live in our world. And they don't know how to communicate that with us and understand what we're trying to communicate with them yet. I've mentioned that before, and it always seems like I'm stating the obvious, but we always forget that. We really do. So without our guidance, our dogs are going to act the only way they know how, like a dog. They're going to pee in the house. They're going to bite and nip when they're overexcited. They're going to chew on things that are inappropriate. So... Make no mistake, you do need to be your dog's pack leader, but I want you to think of it as more of a parent or a teacher because you're going to set rules and boundaries and then guide them and teach them how to be the dog you want them to be. Sometimes it's going to take a lot of patience. Sometimes it's going to take a little tough love. Sometimes it's going to take looking at what we are doing in our own actions because you can make all the rules you want and they can go from formal rules like no dog on the couch to implied rules like no chewing on my slipper. But the only way our dogs learn them is if we make a very clear picture of what we want. And we are going to do that in three ways. We're going to lead by example, we're going to lead with consistency, and we're going to lead with patience. So the first thing you need to do is lead by example, and that's because our dog's behavior is a direct reflection of our own. If we give our dog attention when they jump up on us, we're going to have a dog who jumps. If we feed our dog off our plates, we're going to have a dog who begs. If we let our dog out every single time they sit by the back door, we're going to have a dog who sits by the back door every time they want to go out. So we can't tell the dog, okay, the rule is you're not allowed to jump on us when we walk in the front door. What's happening is every single time we walk through the front door, we are teaching our dog how to greet us. So if we walk in the front door or we let our dog out of the crate and we get down on the ground and we say hi because we're excited to see them and we play with them a little bit, well, we're teaching them to greet us with excitement. But if we walk in the door and ignore them until they're a little calmer, they could be excited to see us, but we, but just not jumping all over us. Or if we walk in the door and immediately ask for a sit, we are teaching our dog that when you greet us, 
it's with all four paws on the floor or it's with a sit, whatever your actual rule is. You know, sometimes the action or the behavior we need from ourselves is simply supervising more or remembering to reward our dog when they're acting nicely. So if we're potty training and we don't want accidents inside the house, that's sort of an implied rule, right? Then we can't let our puppy out of the crate and then go do the dishes. So if we want our puppy to play with their toys and not our slippers, well, we have to pick up our shoes and our slippers and put them away. And make sure when our puppy's playing with their toys that we reward them in some way. Maybe it's just a good girl or maybe we get down and we play with them when they pick up their own toys. And that way we're, we're teaching them, yes, this is the behavior we want. We want you to play with your toys. Right now, this is just making you aware that if you want something from your dog or if you want your dog to stop something, It 100% starts with you. When we change our behavior and our habits, our dogs will follow. That's why in my course, Your Perfect Puppy, when I teach the lesson about creating your house rules, I teach you how to take the behaviors you want from your dog and then turn them into rules for you to direct your behavior so you're making it clear what those rules are. So this is the place where we're taking responsibility for teaching our dog the way we want them to act, that our own behavior, our own actions are going to drive how our dog learns. And if we think about it, even in the human world, being a good parent, a good teacher, or a good leader, that's also where it starts. We need to lead by example. Now, even if we know exactly what we're supposed to do, and how we're supposed to act to make it clear to our dog what we want, that's not enough. We also have to lead with consistency because if we aren't clear and consistent about what we want from our dog, then they're just going to get confused and frustrated and then default to what they know best, and that's acting like a dog. And the reason for this is simple. Dogs learn through repetition, repetition and reward. They are creatures of habit, and that's how we teach any behavior or stop any behavior. When Oliver, or Ollie, my dad's dog, was younger, I would walk into my father's house. I would find Ollie up on a table, just his two front paws, sniffing around. And of course, because it's my habit, I immediately go over and I tell him to get down. And my dad would turn to me and be like, yeah, it's fine. There's nothing up there. I'm like, but what about when there is something up there? He's like, oh, well, then I tell him to get down. Now, this is a perfect example of what not to do because guess what? My father has trouble with Ollie to this day. You know, if you don't want your dog to counter surf, they are never allowed to put their paws up on the counter. Not, oh, when there's nothing there, it's okay. But when there is, it's not because that's a little confusing. And and once your dog discovers that he can get stuff off the table, if maybe you're not in the room or if he does it really quick, then you're going to have a really hard habit to break later. So this is like 80% of raising or training your dog. You just have to be consistent. Most of the time, we know what to do. But where most of us struggle is 
being consistent in what we know we're supposed to do. And it's understandable because in this busy world, we're going to naturally look for ways to make things easier on ourselves. And sometimes that's just kind of letting things go. It takes a lot of time and energy to be consistent. You know, and this is especially common when they're puppies because, oh, they're young. Oh, look how cute they are. Oh, they don't know any better. Or it's 2 a.m. and you just want to get back to sleep, so you let them up on the bed. But this is exactly when we should be the most strict and the most consistent with how we teach our puppy and our dog how we want them to act. Because this is when we're teaching them to live in a world they've never lived in before. So this is the part of being a good pack leader where we're going to create a relationship with our dog that they just respect our rules. Not, let's see how far I can push these rules today because I did that yesterday. So the clearer and the more consistent we are, the faster they're going to learn, and the stronger those habits are going to be, and the less bad habits we're going to have to break later. So to do this brings us to the last part of being a good pack leader is you need to lead with patience. Your dog has to learn everything about being in the human world. As I said before, dogs learn through repetition and reward. But it takes repetition. They're not going to learn things overnight. Some things they will, but a lot of things they won't. It's going to take a little while for them to make connections. Plus, we're not perfect. We're going to screw up sometimes. So this leading with patience also means patience with ourselves. You know, raising a puppy, being their parent, being their teacher is a skill. It's not something that comes natural to us. So just like with any skill... We need to practice ourselves and we're going to hit bumps in the road and we're going to make mistakes and we're going to try something and it's not going to work. And you're going to learn just as much from your puppy and your dog as they're going to learn from you. And every dog is going to be different. Some dogs are going to be really easy to potty train. Others are going to take a long time and there's going to be a lot of accidents. Some dogs are going to struggle with the crate more than others. Some are going to be nippy and and puppy bite a little bit more. Some might even destroy your couch and others won't touch anything but their own toys. So every dog owner's journey is going to be different and it's never the journey you expect. And even if you've had a dog before, you've never had this dog. And this is the part where we build that relationship of trust. If we have patience and a little understanding while our dog is trying to learn something or we're trying to teach them something, that's where our dog is going to trust us. And in turn, we're going to start to trust them to know how to behave. And this relationship where we lead by example and take responsibility for being the ones that need to teach our dog how we want them to behave and how they should be behaving When we do it consistently so we are clear and our dog respects the rules, 
And we do it patiently because there's going to be bumps in the road and our dog is going to try. And sometimes they're going to be a little defiant, but that's part of raising a puppy. So when we do it with patience and understanding, then we build a relationship of trust with our dog. And at the end of the day, that respect, that bond, that trust is what we want and leads us to an amazing and enjoyable life with our dog. And that is all I have for you today. You can hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. And if you are enjoying the podcast, you can rate and review it. And that also helps other puppy owners find the podcast. If you want to continue training with me, you can join my four-week online digital course for new puppy owners called Your Perfect Puppy, where you get not only four weeks worth of video lessons, lots of bonuses, but... You get direct access to me for at least 12 months to answer all of your training questions. You can find more information on Your Perfect Puppy at playtimepause.com forward slash puppy. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be speaking with you soon. Bye for now.